We're thrilled to announce that we now have seven powerful devotionals available on YouVersion's Bible app. For those not in the know, YouVersion is the top Bible app in the world, and we're honored to be on this incredible platform. Our devotionals dive deep into the pillars that define the lion within us, health, wealth, and self. So whether you're seeking spiritual growth, financial wisdom, or personal development, these devotionals are tailor-made for you. So ready to embark on this transformative journey and unleash the lion within you? Head over to thelionwithin.us slash uversion to access our devotions on the uversion app. Join thousands of like-minded individuals and dive into the word with us. That's thelionwithin.us slash uversion. That's Y-O-U-V-E-R-S-I-O-N. And let's grow together and become the leaders God intends us to be. Welcome to The Lion Within Us, a podcast serving Christian men who are hungry to be the leaders God intends you to be. I'm your host, Chris Granger. Let's jump in. All right, guys, it's your spiritual kickoff, but this week we're going to do something a little different, okay? So for The Lion Within Us, we're all about God's Word. Obviously, we're going to stand on God's Word. This is where we want to glorify it. Anytime this mic goes hot, guys, it's all about Him. So one week from now, we're going to have a big day. It's called Easter Sunday. I know many of you celebrate Easter Sunday. You're going to get dressed up. You're going to go to church. That's one of the most two attended uh, uh, services of the year between Easter and Christmas, right? Those are the two big services. And you're going to hear a sermon. And you're going to hear a very good sermon, I'm sure, wherever you go, around He is risen, the tomb is empty, whatever you want to call it, right? Whatever scripture they, 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 the pastor choose to preach on. And, but it's usually going to be pretty short. And you're going to have that one sermon. It definitely will have some good points. They always do. It's always a, just a good service on Easter. But there's something missing. So we're going to take this week at the line within us. We're not going to do our regular spiritual kickoff. We're not going to have a guest on Wednesday or me talking solo about something that, that, that's going on to help you grow as a Christian leader to be the man that God intends you to be. And we're not going to have our fun Friday with our health, wealth, and self tips or your dad jokes or any of that normal stuff. This week, we're going to focus 100% of our effort and our time and our attention on God's word. So I challenge you, do not skip this week. Don't just go to the next podcast. Let this just soak in. What we're going to do, we're going to break this down. So for today, we're going to walk through the triumphal entry, Jesus's teachings. We're going to look at the Passover and the betrayal. Okay. Then come back on Wednesday. We'll keep, we'll pick up the story. Then come back on Friday. We'll finish it all up. We'll go all the way through Pentecost where the Holy Spirit uh, ascends and comes, comes down to us. So we're going to take this week to just simply honor and glorify God's word and point everyone we can to, to, to the power of knowing this story and knowing the, the account so that you can use this to lead others. Okay. So we're going to bounce between the Gospels. We're going to go between Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. It'll be all over the place. We're going to hit Acts a little bit as well. So I'm not going to read this one way all the way through. I think that's what's going to make it kind of fun so you can see the different aspects of the Gospels, okay? So now, other than that, I'm not going to break down any scriptures or any verses or give, or give any of my insights because, quite frankly, the Holy Spirit needs to do his own speaking to you. So take the time. Listen. Enjoy this time in God's word. That way, when you get to Easter Sunday, 
you listen to this when it comes out, when you get to Easter Sunday, you'll have the whole recent um, hearing of the entire, the entire story of Easter, the true meaning going into that Sunday. And hopefully that'd be a good day of worship for you. Now, if you're listening to this past Easter Sunday, it's still got value for you. There is value in soaking in God's word. All right, so let's get into it. So we're going to start off with the triumphal entry. Okay, so I'm going to do this one. We're going to look in, in the gospel of Matthew. Again, just reading God's words. If you want to get a copy, your copy of God's word and follow along, read Matthew 21. Now, I use the NASB version. Okay, so that's what my version would be. So if you have an NIV or a New King James, things like that, it will, it, obviously, there's going to be some differences there. But I'm in the NASB, so we're going to read Matthew 21 just to get started on the, the triumphal entry. Okay. It says, when they had approached Jerusalem and had come to Bethpage at the Mount of Olives, then Jesus sent two disciples, saying to them, Go into the village opposite you, and immediately you will find a donkey tied there and a colt with her. Untie them and bring them to me. If anyone says anything to you, you shall say, The Lord has need of them, and immediately he will send them. This took place to, to fulfill what was spoken through the prophet. Say to the daughter of Zion, Behold your king is coming to you, gentle and mounted on a donkey, even a colt, the foal of a beast of burden. Verse 6, the disciples went and did just as, as Jesus had instructed them and brought the donkey and the colt and laid their coats on them. And he said, and he sat on the coats. Most of the crowd spread their coats on the road and others were cutting branches from the trees and spreading them on, in the road. The crowds were going ahead of him and those who followed were shouting, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. When he had entered Jerusalem, all the city was stirred, saying, Who is this? And the crowds were saying, This is the prophet Jesus from Nazareth in Galilee. Verse 12. And Jesus entered the temple and drove out all those who were buying and selling in the temple and overturned the tables of the money changers and the seats of those who were selling doves. And he said to them, It is written, My house shall be called a house of prayer, but you are making it a robber's den. And the blind and the lame came to him in the temple, and he healed them. But when the chief priests and the scribes saw that the wonderful things that he had done, the children and the children who were, who were shouting in the temple, Hosanna to the son of David, they became indignant. And they said to him, Do you hear what these children are saying? And Jesus said to them, Yes. Have you never read? Out of the mouth of infants and nursing babies, you are prepared praise for yourself. And he left them and went out into the city of Bethany and spent the night there. Verse 18. Now in the morning, when, it was return, when he was returning to the city, he became hungry. Seeing a lone fig tree by the road, he came to it and found nothing on it except leaves only. And he said to it, No longer shall there ever be any fruit from you. And at once the fig tree withered. Seeing this, the disciples were amazed and asked, how did a fig tree wither all, all at once? And Jesus answered and said to them, Truly I say to you, if you have faith and do not doubt, you will not only do what is done to the fig tree, but even if you say to this mountain, Be taken up and cast into the sea, it will happen. And all things that you ask in prayer, believing, you will receive. When he entered the temple, and the chief priests and the elders of the city came to him while he was teaching. 
And they said, by what authority are you doing these things? Who gave you this authority? And Jesus said to them, I will also ask you one thing, which if you tell me, I will also tell you by what authority I do these things. The baptism of John was from what source? From heaven or from men? And they began reasoning among themselves, saying, If we say from heaven, he will say to us, Then why do you not believe him? But if we say from men, we fear the people, for all they regard as John as a prophet. And then answering Jesus, they said, We do not know. He also said to them, Neither will I tell you by what authority I do these things. Gotta love Jesus. Verse 28. But what do you think? A man had two sons, and he first came to and he came to the first and said, Son, go to work today in the vineyard. And he answered, I will not. But afterward he regretted it and went. The man came to the second and said to the same thing, and he answered, I will, sir. But he did not go. Which of the two did the will of his father? They said, The first. Jesus says, Truly I say to you that the tax collectors and the prostitutes will get into the kingdom of God before you. For John came to you in a way of righteousness, and you do not believe him, but the tax collectors and prostitutes did believe him. And you, seeing this, did not even feel remorse afterwards as to believe him. Listen to another parable. There was a landowner who planted a vineyard and put a wall around it and dug a wine press in it and built a tower and rented out the vineyard growers and went on a journey. And when the harvest time approached, he sent his slaves to the vineyards, to the vine growers, to receive his produce. The vine growers took his slaves and beat one, and killed another, and stoned a third. Again, he sent another group of slaves larger than the first, and they did the same thing to them. But afterwards, he sent his son to them, saying, They will respect my son. But when the vine growers saw that the son saw the son, they said among themselves, This is the heir. Come, let us kill him and seize his inheritance. They took him and threw him out of the vineyard and killed him. Therefore, when the owner of the vineyard comes, what will he do to those vine growers? They said to him, he will bring those wretches, those wretches to a wretched inn and will rent out the vineyard to other vine growers who will pay him the proceeds at the proper seasons. Jesus said to them, did you never read in the scriptures? stone which the builders rejected, this became the chief cornerstone. This came about from the Lord, and it's marvelous in our eyes. Therefore, I say to you, the kingdom of God will be taken away from you and given to the people, producing the fruit of it. And he who falls on this stone will be broken into pieces. But on whomever it falls, it will scatter him like dust. When the chief priests and the Pharisees heard his parables, they understood that he was speaking about them. When they sought to seize him, they feared the people because they considered him to be a prophet. All right, so let's look at Jesus's teachings. We're going to look in Luke 20. We're going to be in Luke 20, starting at verse 19. And the scribes and the chief priests tried to lay their hands on him that very hour, and they feared the people for they understood that he was the par- this parable against him. So they watched him and sent spies who pretend to be religious, righteous, in order that they might catch him in some statement so that they could deliver him to the rule and authority of the governor. They questioned him, saying, Teacher, we know that you speak and teach correctly 
you're not partial to any, but teach the but teach the way of God in truth. Is it lawful for us to pay taxes to Caesar or not? But he detected their trickery, said to them, Show me a denarius. Whose likeness and inscription does it have? And they said Caesar's. He said to them, Then render to Caesar the things that are Caesar's, and to God the things that are God's. And they were unable to catch him into saying it saying in the presence of the people. And being amazed at his answer, they became silent. Now there came to him some of the Sadducees, who say there is no resurrection. And they questioned him, saying, Teacher, Moses wrote for us that if a man's brother dies, having a wife, and is childless with his brother, should, and he is childless, his brothers should marry his wife and raise up children to his brother. Now there were seven brothers, and the first took a wife and died childless, and the second and a third married her. In the same way, all seven died, leaving no children. Finally, the woman died, died also. In the resurrection, therefore, which one's wife will she be? For all seven had married her. Jesus said to them, The sons of this age marry and are given in marriage. But those who are considered worthy to attain to that, the age, to that age and the resurrection from the dead neither marry nor are given in marriage. For they cannot even die any more because they are like angels and are sons of God, being sons of the resurrection. But that the dead are raised, even Moses showed in the passage about the burning bush, where he is called the Lord God from Abraham and the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob. Now he is not the God of the dead, but of the living, for all live to him. Some of the scribes answered and said, Teacher, you have spoken well, for they did not have courage to question him any longer about anything. Then he said to them, How is it that they say that the Christ is David's son? For David himself says in the book of Psalms, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit in my right hand until you make your enemies a footstool for your feet. Therefore David calls him Lord, and how is he his son? While all the people were listening, he said to his disciples, Beware of the scribes who like to walk around with long robes and love respectful greetings in the marketplaces, and the chief seats in the synagogues, and places of honor and banquets, who devour widows' houses, and for appearance's sake offer long prayers. They will receive greater condemnation. And Luke 21. He looked up and saw the rich putting their gifts into their treasury. And he saw a poor woman, widow, putting in two small copper coins. And he said, Truly I say to you, this poor widow put in more than all them. For they all, out of their surplus, put into the offering. But she, out of her poverty, put in all that she had to live on. And while some were talking about the temple, that it was adorned with beautiful stones and votive gifts, he said, as for these things which you are looking at, the days will come in which there will not be one stone left upon another, which will not be torn down. They questioned him, saying, Teacher, where, therefore, when, therefore, will these things happen? And what will be the sign when these things are about to take place? He said, See to it that you are not misled. For many will come in my name, saying, I am he, the time is near. Do not go after them. When you hear of wars and of disturbances, do not be terrified, for these things must take place first. But in the end, but the end does not follow immediately. Then he continued to say to them, Nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and there will be a great earthquakes, and in various places plagues and famines, and there will be terrors and great signs from heaven. 
But before all these things, they will lay their hands on you and will persecute you, delivering you to the synagogues and prisons, bringing you before kings and governors for my name's sake. It will lead to an opportunity for your testimony. So make up your minds not to prepare beforehand to defend yourselves. For I will give you the utterance of wisdom for which none of your opponents will be able to resist or refute. But if you will betray, be betrayed even by your parents by your and brothers and relatives and friends, and they will put some of you to death. And you will be hated by all because of my name. Yet not a hair of your head will be perished. For by your endurance, you will gain your lives. Luke, Luke 21, verse 20. But when, when you see Jerusalem surrounded by armies, then recognize that her desolation is near. Then those who are in Judea must flee into the mountains. Those who are in the midst of the city must leave. Those who are in the country must not enter into the city. Because these days of vengeance, so that all things which are written will be fulfilled. Woe to those who are pregnant and nursing, pregnant and to those who are nursing babies in those days. For there will be great distress upon the land in the wrath of this people. And they will fall by the edge of the sword and will be led captive into all nations. And Jerusalem will be trampled underfoot by the Gentiles until the time of the Gentiles are fulfilled. Then there will be signs and sun and sun and moon and stars. And on the earth dismay among nations and perplexity at the roaring of the sea and waves. Myth men fainting from the fear and the expectation of things which are coming up the world. For the powers of the heavens will be shaken. They will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. But when these things begin to take place, straighten up and lift up your heads because your redemption is drawing near. He then told them a parable. Behold a fig tree. As soon as they put forth leaves, you see it. You know for yourselves the summer is now near. So also when you see these things happening, recognize that the kingdom of God is near. Truly I say to you that this generation will not pass away until all things take place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. Be on the guard, so that your hearts will be not be weighed down with dissipation and drunkenness and the worries of life. And that, they, and that day will not come upon you suddenly like a trap, for it, will come upon you, come, for it will come upon all those who dwell on the face of the earth. But keep on the alert at all times, praying that you might have strength to escape all these things that are about to take place and to stand before the Son of Man. Now during the day, he was teaching in the temple, but at evening, he would go out and spend the night on the mount that is called Olivet. And the people who, who would get up in early in the morning to come to him in the temple to listen to him. All right, now let's look at the Passover. Okay, we'll look at the Passover. We'll look at two separate areas. We'll look at the first six verses of Luke 22. Now, the Feast of the Unleavened Bread, which is called the Passover, was approaching. The chief priests and the scribes were seeking how they might put him to death, for they were afraid of the people. And Satan entered into Judas, who was called Iscariot, belonging to the number of twelve. He went away and discussed with the chief priests and officers how he might betray him to them. They were glad and agreed to give him money. So he consented and began seeking a good opportunity to betray him to them apart from the crowd. Now, let's look at Matthew 26. Go back to Matthew. So we'll go back here to Matthew 26. And we're going to look at 26, 1 
through 30 here. Okay. So when Jesus had finished all these words, he says it to his disciples, you know that after two days, the Passover is coming and the son of man is to be handed over for crucifixion. Then the chief priests and the elders of the people were gathered together in the court of the high priest named Capius, and they plotted together to seize, to seize Jesus by stealth and to kill him. And they were saying, not during the festival, otherwise a riot, a riot might occur among the people. Now, when Jesus was in Bethany at the, at the home of Simon the leper, a woman came to him with alabaster veil, very costly perfume, and she poured it on his head as, as he was reclining at the table. But the disciples were indignant when they saw this and said, why this waste? For this perfume might have been sold for a high price and the money even given to the poor. But Jesus, aware of this, said to them, Why do you bother the woman? For she has done a good deed to me. For you have always had the poor. For you always have the poor with you. But you do not always have me. For when she poured this perfume on my body, she did it to prepare me for her burial. For burial. She did it to prepare me for burial. Truly I say to you, wherever this gospel is preached in the whole world, what this woman has done will also be spoken in memory of her. Then one of the twelve, named Judas Iscariot, went to the chief priest and said, What are you willing to give me to betray him to you? And they weighed out thirty bags of silver to him. From then on, he began looking for a good opportunity to betray Jesus. Now on the first day of unleavened bread, Now, on the first day of unleavened bread, the disciples came to Jesus and asked, Where do you want us to prepare for you to go and eat the Passover? And he said, Go into the city to a certain man and say to him, My teacher says, My time is near. I am to keep the Passover at your house with my disciples. The disciples did as Jesus had directed them. They prepared the Passover. Now, when the evening came, Jesus was reclining at the table with the twelve disciples. As they were eating, he said, truly, I tell you that one of you will betray me. Being greatly grieved, they each one began saying to him, surely not I, Lord. And he answered, he who dipped his hand in with me in the bowl is the one who will betray me. The son of man is to go just as, as just as it is written of him. But woe to the man by whom the son of man is betrayed. It would have been good for that man if. He had not been born. And Judas is scary. And Judas, who was betraying him, said, Surely it is not I, Rabbi. And Jesus said to him, You have said it yourself. While they were eating, Jesus took some bread. And after a blessing, he broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat. This is my body. And when they had taken a cup and given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink from it, all of you. For this is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many for forgiveness for sins. But I say to you, I will not drink of this fruit or divine from now on until the, the day when I drink it new with you in my father's kingdom. All right. So now we're going to go to the betrayal. So we're going to actually go to Mark 14. Mark 14. I'm going to look, start at verse 26. Okay. So Mark 14. Verse 26. All right. Because after singing a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. And Jesus said to them, You will all fall away from me, because it is written, I will strike down the sheep, and the sheep will be scattered. But after I have been raised, I will go ahead of you to Galilee. 
But Peter said to him, even not through, even though all may fall away, yet I will not. And Jesus said to him, truly I say to you, that this very night before a rooster crows twice, you will deny me three times. But Peter kept saying insistently, even I have, even if I have to die with you, you will not, I will not deny you. And they all were saying the same thing also. And they came to a place named Gethsemane, and his disciples said, sit here until I have prayed. And he took with him Peter and James and John and began, and began to be very distressed and troubled. And he said to them, my soul has been deeply grieved to the point of death. Remain here and keep watch. And he went a little beyond them and fell to the ground and began to pray that if it were possible, the hour might pass him by. And he was saying, Abba, Father, all things are possible for you. Remove this cup from me, yet not what I will, but what you will. And he came, found them sleeping, said to Peter, Simon, are you sleeping? Could you not keep watch for one hour? Keep watching and praying that you may not come into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Again, he went away and prayed, saying the same words. And again, he came there and found them sleeping, for the eyes were heavy. He did not know what to answer him. And they, I'm sorry. And they did not know what to answer him. He came the third time and said to them, are you still sleeping and resting? It is enough. The hour has come. Behold, the Son of Man is being betrayed into the hands of sinners. Get up. Let us be going. The one who betrays me is at hand. Immediately, when he was still speaking, Judas, one of the twelve, came up, accompanied by a crowd of swords and clubs, who were from, chief, who were from the chief priests and the scribes and the elders. Now he who was betraying him had given them a signal, saying, Whomever I kiss, he is the one. Seize him and let him, and lead him away under guard. After coming, G Judas immediately went to him, saying, Rabbi, kissed him. And they laid hands on him and seized him. But one of those who stood by, who stood by drew his sword and struck the slave of the high priest and cut off his ear. And Jesus said to them, have you come out with swords and clubs to arrest me as you would against a robber? Every day I was with you in the temple teaching and you do not seize me. But this has also taken place to fulfill the scriptures. And they all left him and fled. All right, guys. So that takes us through the, the first parts here of the triumphal entry. Jesus's teachings, the Passover and the betrayal. OK, so come back on Wednesday. We're going to keep digging into the trials, the crucifixion, and the burial to keep walking through God's word as you grow in this in this time of Easter uh, this year. So, guys, again, just take the time. Let the word soak in. Go back to the scripture references. We'll put the scripture references in the notes for you guys if you want to go read it on your own as well uh, afterwards. Or with your family, if you want to just have your personal devotion time this week, we'll make sure those scripture references are there. We're not going to do any uh, ads or anything this week, guys. It's all about uh, having that that personal connection with Jesus Christ. Now, for every episode, we just want to make sure you, if you do not have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, this is your opportunity. 
God has put you here for a reason. You're listening to the line within us. And if you made it this far and you have, you're not professed Jesus as Lord, there's probably a reason you're here. And that reason, reason could be the Lord is waiting for you to take action. And it's very simple. You need to admit that you're a sinner. Just admit that I'm a sinner. I'm not a mistake or in need of a life coach. I'm a sinner in need of a savior. Then you have to believe this guy, Jesus, we've been reading from and about for, for the last half hour. This guy, he is the son of God. He was sent here to pay the penalty for our sins. He's the propitiation, the payment that satisfies. He paid that penalty on the cross for us. And then he overcame death. He overcame death. And now he sits at the right hand of the father. And he, there is no other name under heaven but given among men by which we must be saved, guys. It is Jesus. It is only his name. So what do you have to do? You have to confess him as Lord. So I mean Lord over everything. Notice how the, the disciples all said, is it I, Lord, except Judas? He said, is it I, Rabbi? Jesus can't be your teacher. He has to be your Lord. So I pray that you make that decision right now today, listening to the line within us, to accept Christ as your Savior. And if you did, hallelujah, thankful so that you have entered the kingdom. You're here with us. Now there's work to do. So send me an email, support at the line within us. That's the only thing I want to throw out to you guys. Send me an email at support at the line within us. If you just accepted Christ, I want to send you some free items to help you grow in your walk. So guys, again, share this stuff out. This week's a special week. I'm not going to plug anything. You guys know we're all about to line with this. If you, if, if you want to support us, I pray God moves and that you, that you make that happen, uh, for sure. So go to, you got all the resources. You know where you can find us at, guys. And we're here to support you. So come back on Wednesday. We're going to keep digging into God's word and glorifying him here on this Easter week at the line within us. So get out and unleash the lion within.